to my live stream podcast where we will be ranking the zodiac signs in terms of most to least psychic. Now, I might have done this video before on my YouTube channel, um, but I figured I would do maybe an in-depth video about it for my podcast, but then I figured I'd go a step further and just live stream the podcast episode on Twitch. So there's a video portion of, of it as well, so I'll probably upload this to YouTube later. But um, I am Lamar Townsend. I am a psychic and energy channeler, a tarot reader, and an astrologer. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my live stream. Welcome to my video if you're new to my channel or my podcast. You can find my podcast on Spotify as well as Anchor and a few other places. Soon you will be able to find it on Apple Music, I believe, or Apple, but you can definitely find it on Spotify. And yeah, I try to upload regularly. I do post a lot of monthly horoscope readings, so if you like to keep up with those, definitely subscribe to my podcast. Um, also, if you want a personal reading, check out my website, LamarTownsendTarot.com, if you would like to keep in touch with me. You can also follow me on my Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Vimeo, Lamar, Townsend Tarot is my handle on all those platforms. So ranking the zodiac signs in terms of the most psychic to the least psychic. So in terms of psychic abilities, I am a believer that everyone has some sort of psychic ability. Um, I believe that psychic ability is a combination of being emotionally in tune with oneself, but also being in tune with spirit and the combination of the two, um, which is often why, you know, in my opinion, psychic abilities and intuition is often kind of lumped in together with emotions and um, things of that nature, you know, it's often why you'll hear people say, I have a feeling that, you know, or I feel that, you know, that's often because sometimes intuition can come as a feeling, but you do have to be able to decipher between the two. Is it a feeling that I'm feeling or is this my intuition? Sometimes people can get mixed up between the two. So, you know, we're, we'll be taking all of this into account, of course, as we rank the, um, the zodiac signs. Now, I would like to to tout myself as a professional ranker. Uh, I have been ranking Zodiac signs on my YouTube channel for... How many years have I been doing this, you guys, on YouTube? I've been ranking Zodiac signs on my YouTube for maybe 2016, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, five years. So I would think I'm pretty good at this. I've also written a few blog posts, of course, on my my own website, lamartownsandtarot.com. You know, ranking with signs and stuff like that. So I'd like to think I'm pretty good at this. Now, this is live. This is a live podcast, so this will be uploaded to my Anchor, my Spotify later, but it won't be edited down or anything like that. So, you know, this is literally ranking as I go, based on my own expertise, based on everything I know about all the zodiac signs, and based on what I know about psychic intuitiveness and psychic abilities and stuff like that. So this is going to be an interesting little podcast episode, I suppose. Once again, if you want to listen to my podcast, the link on my Twitch will be in my Twitch profile. The link will also be in the description box below and the comment section below on YouTube, okay? So definitely support my podcast. It's definitely something that I want to, you know, keep going with in the future. So, all right, ranking the zodiac signs. So when we're talking about psychic abilities, we have to remember that psychic abilities is both being in touch with your emotions and also being in touch with spirit spirituality. Um, in order to be psychic or intuitive, you don't necessarily have to be super in touch with your emotions or super in touch with spirituality, but to a degree that you're open to to hearing, you're open to seeing, you're open to feeling, you're open to um, acknowledging and things of that nature, which is, you know, would make you one of the most psychic zodiac signs. So... <clears throat> When we talk about this, we have to think of, like, the elements in which we are actually um, talking about, the elements of the zodiac signs, right? So there's water, 
which water you're going to find is probably going to be one of the, or is going to be the most probably psychic element, um, because water is, is emotion, but often you'll find, especially with, you know, certain water signs, which we'll get into, you'll find that a lot of, you know, water signs or certain water signs are also equally as in tune with spirituality, you know, and, and, and the other side, right? So, you know, it's, it's, you know, being in touch with your emotions and also it's about not like being balanced, you know, like emotionally balanced in a way where you don't let your emotions override your intuition, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's different acting on emotion versus acting on your intuition, you know, and often you see it in the outcome, you know, that, um, in terms of your action that you take, you know, so if you take an action based off your emotion, you may or may not get a good outcome. Most likely you probably won't get the outcome you want. Now, if you take an uh, action based off your intuition, that most likely will get you the outcome you want. Now, it may not give you the outcome you want directly. It may give you the outcome you want in a, in a, in a roundabout way, you know, but in, in the end, following your intuition nine times out of ten, ten, ten times out of ten, is going to prove you much, much better than if you kind of follow, oh, I thought there was someone in the room, <laughs> than if you follow your um your emotions, all right, than if you act off your emotions. So, because intuition is fact, right? It's spiritual fact, which means it's, it's an unproven fact, all right, um, emotions are temporary. Emotions are not necessarily facts, right? You can feel a certain way, but you, you know, you may feel one way, but the other person may not feel that way, may not understand your emotions, right? So it's like, you know, your emotions are, are, are fleeting. Your emotions are... Typically, trying to figure out a way to describe, like, the difference between intuition and emotion. One thing I'll say is because emotions are fleeting, all right, one big sign of is it intuition or is it emotion is if it's an emotion, it's most likely fleeting. So an emotion is the type of thing where you may feel something one day, all day, go to bed, wake up the next day, and not feel the same way. Whereas intuition, you'll go to bed feeling a certain way, but you'll wake up feeling the same way. You know, or a week later, you'll still feel the same way. You think you've forgotten about it, but you still feel, you still have that feeling. That might be intuition. If it keeps coming back, if it keeps returning, if the feeling or if the thought or if the, the whatever you hear or the dream, whatever it is for you, you know, whatever your psychic gift is, you know, because sometimes, you know, it'll come to you in different ways. You know, not everyone has the same gift. But if it keeps coming back, that might be intuition. That might be psychic abilities that you might need to tap into and kind of uh, further explore rather than an emotion that, you know, today I'm angry at this person, you know, because they did this and that, but maybe tomorrow they apologize and now I feel a, a different way, you know, like, or, you know, maybe tomorrow they get in a car accident and I feel a different way, right? Like, emotions are fleeting, you know, um, but intuition is, is different. Intuition is, is, long-lasting intuition is persistent like you have you feel a need to do something you feel pulled to do something you feel pulled to say something that's intuition all right so like i was saying often you'll find that the most psychic kind of are the um water signs um another one of the I guess psychic kind of elements, remind you all the elements are psychic, um, would be fire, actually. Fire can be quite psychic as well because fire is similar to water in that 
they're emotional, all right? They can be very emotionally reactive. It's about balance, though, especially for fire. Um, but fire is especially one of the fire signs, specifically actually two. Um, fire can also be receptive to the spiritual, all right, um, inherently, all right. Um, another one, of course, is air. You know, air can receive messages from above, messages from the divine. Air is about communication, intellect, and the mind. So that's often how, you know, you will hear, you know, air signs receive their messages, not all the time. But um, another element that, you know, that can be quite psychic and intuitive as well. Um, lastly, we have Earth, you know, which is um, Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus. And Earth signs are very practical. Earth signs are methodical. They're an interesting mix between thinkers and doers. Um, but the thing you'll find with Earth signs is that they'll think before they do uh, most of the time, right? So um, when it comes to the Earth signs, you'll find that, like, how can I explain the earth signs when it comes to this topic? The earth signs, like, the information will come to them in terms of psychic abilities and things of that nature, and they'll digest that information, and then they'll act. They're different than the fire signs and the water signs where they'll get some sort of psychic information, and they'll, they'll like, the water signs and, and um, fire signs, if they're not balanced emotionally, will immediately react to whatever psychic information they may get, right, you know, which is often why, you know, certain psych water sign psychics you may go to or fire sign psychics you go to, not saying this is bad, I actually like this, you know, but, you know, you may find that, you know, they may be more emotionally reactive than uh, air or earth sign psychic or tarot reader that you go to or astrologer, you know, because, like, you know, they may, f they feel like they emotionally react quickly, you know, whereas the earth sign takes in the information and then they react. All right, so their reaction can be delayed, but it's actually part of their psychic gift, believe it or not. So how do all of these signs rank in terms of psychic abilities? Hi, Rose Petals. How are you? I think that's Rose Petals. Thank you for being here. Welcome to my live stream podcast. Make sure if you're new to my Twitch, you, you follow or subscribe. Rose Petals is a... Um, a frequent viewer, right, <laughs> a follower, I think, so, but, um, so where do the zodiac signs rank in terms of psychic abilities, so like I was saying, we're going to immediately start with the water signs, because the water signs, in terms of being the most inherently psychic, they take the cake, but which is the number one most psychic water sign? I'm going to give you a moment to kind of think and blurt it out and see what you have to say. Type it in the comment section below. Type it in the chat. Doing good on you. I'm doing good, Rose Puzzles. Thank you. Um, I'm just, I figured I'd come on and podcast, do a podcast live stream. Um, Rose Puzzles, what is the Zodiac sign that you think is the most psychic out of the water signs? I would give you a hint, but I don't want to ruin it. Uh -huh. Someone says cancer, hopefully. Hot Adi says cancer, hopefully. Mm, is it cancer? Cancer rising. Ooh, we have cancers in the room. Is it cancer? Cancer's up there, but is it cancer? It could be cancer. All right. In my opinion, the number one most psychic sign and water sign is it's it's a tie between Scorpio and Pisces. I'm gonna have to say Pisces because Pisces is ruled by Neptune, which is the twelfth house. The twelfth house is actually spirit, spirituality, the connection to spirit. All right. Pisces is also a very, at times, emotional sign. They feel very deeply. 
you know, um, they feel energy very deeply, especially. But one thing you know you find interesting about Pisces is that Pisces is actually co-ruled by Jupiter, which Jupiter rules the ninth house, and the ninth house in Jupiter rules, you know, higher education, higher learning, in the literal sense, like, you know, like literally seeking, you know, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, seeking, you know, education beyond what we're taught, you know, in our, our younger years and, you know, young adult years. But also, Jupiter is about seeking education and messages from the divine. So when we take that into account, I would have to say Pisces is the number one psychic zodiac sign out of them all. Now, when it comes to their actual abilities and using them for the good, I will say, like, or just using them and, and like, you know, like using them like a muscle, I'll have to give that to Scorpio, which is number two, in my opinion. The number two most psychic zodiac sign. Pisces is super psychic, but the one thing Pisces has against them is that like, Pisces will get the information, Pisces will get the divine message, they'll take it in, but Pisces can be notorious for not taking their own advice. So they'll get the message, they'll even share it with other people and tell everybody the message, but they won't take it themselves, and then they remain stuck or they regress, you know? So that's why I was, like, kind of, like, back and forth between Scorpio or Pisces, number one or number two. But I will say that a well-developed Pisces, a highly evolved Pisces, super-duper psychic, which is interesting because the polar opposite of Pisces is actually Virgo, which Virgo is an earth sign, but Virgo is pretty high on the list, you'll find soon, too, as well, actually. All right, so often you'll find that opposites have a lot in common, all right? There's a reason why opposites attract, because they tend to have a lot in common, actually, even though they're opposites. So Pisces, in my opinion, is number one. So if you're a Pisces sun, moon, rising, you know, you may, you know, see this in yourself. Scorpio, in my opinion, is number two. Scorpio is traditionally ruled by Pluto, which is the eighth house, all right? And Pluto rules your spiritual growth. Excuse me, Pluto rules your spiritual evolution. Pluto rules death, all right, rebirth, um... Pluto is also the ancestors, all right? So, also, Scorpio is co-ruled by Mars, you know, um, but is Mars really intuitive or a psychic planet, you know, as much as Pluto? Pluto takes the cake with that. Um, but the reason why Scorpio is number two is because Pluto also rules the subconscious, um, which, you know, the subconscious can also rule hidden intentions and stuff like that. So Scorpios are really good at reading energy, reading people's intentions. You don't have to say anything to a Scorpio for them to get what you're putting down. You know, the, all they have to do is read your body language. All they have to do is read your energy. You know, all they have to do is read the, the tone in your voice, and they can tell something is off. That's a gift. Oh, also, let's go back to Pisces, because Pisces... The reason, another one reason why I put Pisces as number one is because Pisces, the 12th house, Neptune, rules dreams. So often you'll find, I'm one of these people, um, but I have 7th house in Pisces and Pisces somewhere else, I think, 8th house in Pisces, which makes me really psychic. I digress. Um, Pisces rules dreams, you know, so often you will hear people predicting things in their dreams or, you know, dreams can be very prominent in terms of psychic abilities abilities as well, all right? So that's quite interesting. But let's go, you know, to back to number two, which is Scorpio. Um, you know, you know, Scorpio is really good at reading energy, reading intentions. You know, Scorpio is also very sexual as well, too. So, you know, you know, the sexual energy, reading sexual energy is, 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 is a skill as well, you know, um, that not many signs have. All right. So, and you will, you'll find as well as the Scorpio evolves and grows that they have, like, an inherent intuition that is, is so strong, especially, you know, Scorpio sun, moon, or rising, um, that if they just have a feeling about something, like, you know, like, once again, f difference between feeling and intuition, right? 
A feeling is fleeting. Intuition lasts longer. It's that kind of feeling you can't shake. It's that thought you can't shake. If a Scorpio has those types of feelings or thoughts, they're going to go with that thought or feeling, and, and it's kind of like, you know, it's like a Scorpio, say a Scorpio gets invited to a party, but they have a bad feeling about that party. A Scorpio will go with that bad feeling and, like, you know, say, no, nah, I have a bad feeling. I'm not going to go. All right? Now, Pisces, which is number one, will still have that bad feeling and might still go. All right? You know, but, you know, both still psychic, right? Number three is Cancer. All right? Now, I know we have some Cancers in the Twitch room. All right? So I hope you didn't get too offended that I put Scorpio and Pisces as number one and number two, but Cancer is super-duper psychic, all right? Now, when it comes to Cancer, Cancer is ruled by the moon, the fourth house in astrology, which is family, home, your mother. It's also your emotions, your emotional reactions, your emotional instincts, what you need to feel emotionally secure. The reason why I put Cancer as number three in terms of the water sign is that if a Cancer is emotionally imbalanced, the fact that they are psychic or intuitive, which a cancer inherently is psychic or intuitive, you know, can, can like, or that side of them can, like, like be negated. Like, it's like, you know, like, say, like, someone is, like, super fearful, you know, but they have good intuition, but they're so afraid that the fight-or-flight side of them takes over instead of the, the intuition. Like, they can't calm themselves down enough to actually, like, listen and trust what's coming through, you know, and say, okay, let me listen, let me calm down. Like, I would say Pisces and Scorpio are better at doing that than Cancer, but Cancer is nonetheless still, like, super-duper psychic. You know, it's the moon, it's your emotions. What did I say earlier? Your emotions coupled with spirit, all right? Now, the thing with fear is interesting because fear can sometimes be an issue for Cancer because Cancers don't like what's like not like what's not, what's not comfortable cancer's like comfort now they got the emotion part down all right they can a cancer can read emotions like that you think you think a cancer doesn't know what's what's wrong with you but the cancer knows immediately like you can say oh there's nothing wrong with me but the cancer knows nope you know i can tell by you know the way the way your clothes on your your shirt's backwards you got on the wrong shoes something's wrong They're like that's a cancer like they know when something is off emotionally with someone, but like the spiritual side, um, and it's interesting because Capricorn can be the same way, you know, that spiritual side can be a little bit difficult. Actually trusting the messages, listening to the messages, not being afraid of the messages that come through. That's the part that cancers can sometimes struggle with, not all cancers, but when you have a cancer that is, is really comfortable with that side of themselves as well as the emotional side, you know, and knows how to balance the two, man, you might, cancer might be number one, you know, to be honest with you, you know, like at that point. But um, inherently, that's kind of something that a cancer may struggle with, sun, moon, and rising, all right? Especially depending on the environment that they're in. See, your environment will challenge your intuition, will, will challenge your psychic abilities, but Scorpio and Pisces, will be more willing to or will be more apt to rise above their environment and tap in than a cancer. Cancer has to kind of struggle a little bit with that, if you if you get what I'm saying. So who is the number four most psychic zodiac sign? I'll give you a moment to say, to think a guess, and I'm going to take a sip of coffee. All right. I wish we could do interludes, but... um. This is a live stream podcast episode, so. Like, I wish I could play music in between, but. What is the most, what is the, the fourth, wait, what is the fourth most intuitive zodiac sign? This is a toughie, you guys, because I have two specific ones in mind. Actually, three. Three. So, no, I know. I know the one. Wait. Libra, Aquarius. Those are actually really good ones. 
Wow. Both are good. But the number fourth most psychic zodiac sign, in my opinion, is actually, believe it or not, Sagittarius. And here's why. Now, Sagittarius, we were talking about, you know, Jupiter. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Sagittarius is ruled by the ninth house, Jupiter, which Jupiter, once again, rules higher education, higher learning, messages from the divine, you know, getting those downloads from, you know, the universe and your spirit guides. But Sagittarius also rules good luck. Jupiter rules good luck. Jupiter also rules long-distance travel and, you know, open-mindedness, which is, is a big factor as well. Open-mindedness. You need to be open-minded in order to be psychic, right? Like, you know, being in this world, like, from the outside looking in, like, you know, come on. You have to be open-minded. If, you if you're not open-minded, we look crazy. You look crazy being in this world, right? But that's the one thing Sagittarius has going for them is that sometimes the Sagittarius reminds me of the fool in tarot where they don't mind looking foolish. Like, they don't mind looking crazy. You know, like, they don't mind saying something and it be off the cuff. And it's like, wait, what? what? But it came from, you know, like, you know, from the divine. Like, that's Sagittarius. But the big key factors for Sagittarius are luck and open-mindedness when it comes to psychic abilities. Because in order for you to be lucky, luck is basically, I always say luck is preparedness meeting opportunity, all right? But in order for you to be, like, lucky, you kind of have to, like, take risks sometimes, you know? And in order to take a risk, like, you know, in order to take a risk and be lucky and, like, actually, like, hit the mark, you have to be a little bit psychic, right? Like, you kind of have to know to be able to aim and, you know, say, okay, I'm going to hit that mark. It's like the, the Sagittarius, the half-man, half-horse with the, with the arch, like, that's Sagittarius, you know? So you have to be a little bit psychic, a little bit be able to gauge, you know, or, or predict, you know, what's going to happen in order to be successful when you have that energy, so in my opinion, Sagittarius is the fourth most psychic zodiac sign. Let's see what the people have to say. Go crazy, go stupid. Hola, sabes español? Um, un poquito. I wish I knew how to say more, but I don't. Un poquito español. Wait. I don't know how to say it. I don't think it's soy. So hable un poquito español. I don't know. But anyway, you get what I mean. So anyway, who is the fifth most um, psychic zodiac sign, in your opinion? Who is the fifth most psychic zodiac sign? I have two in mind, once again. No one said them though. I, I find that interesting. Like no one said the two the next two that I have in mind. So that's interesting. The next zodiac sign that is the most psychic in my opinion is Leo. Is the fifth most psychic zodiac sign. Leo is a fire sign ruled by the sun, the only zodiac sign ruled by the sun, which was the fifth house. The fifth house in astrology is your self-expression, it's your creativity, it's children in childhood. Who is more psychic than a child? Come on. Children are the most open-minded, you know, like, go with the flow, you know, Children will have imaginary friends. Like, you know, that is Leo energy. You know, and maybe if you're a Leo or have a strong, prominent Leo in your chart and you're born with that energy of being open-minded and creative and, you know, talking to different spirits or whatever, and you grow up, do you ever really lose that? I'm just saying. And also, Leo rules, you know, the fifth house, the sun rules, your connection to your life purpose and your higher self. It also rules your vitality for life as well. Very interesting. But the key points are the connection to your life purpose and your higher self. When you are inherently born into this lifetime connected to your higher self as a Leo, Sun, Moon, or Rising, or someone with prominent Leo in your chart, 
your higher self is automatically guiding you along the way. And in order for you to be in tune with your higher self, you have to have some sort of connection to this, the other side, the spiritual realm, right? Remember Leo and Sagittarius, they're both fire. I told you the fire signs are actually more intuitive than you think, you all. Now, here's where intuition works really, really well for the fire signs. Let me see what the people are saying. Hold on. <clears throat> That's what I thought, too. I'm a Leo. Yes, I'm loving this list, Lamar. Oh, thank you. Yes. Now, this is where the intuition, you know, and the psychic abilities comes into benefit for the fire signs. Now, the thing with your psychic abilities and intuition is that you need to trust it enough and trust spirit enough and trust what's coming through enough that you act on it. Now, that's where the earth signs and the, and the air signs struggle a bit, which is why they're lower on the list. All right, because it's one thing to be psychic and intuitive, but if you don't act on it, then what's the point, right? But the fire signs are really, really good with that, especially Leo and Sagittarius, Aries too, but Aries is a little bit lower on the list, you know, for other reasons. But that's one thing the fire signs have going for them is that they will actually act on their intuition or their psychic abilities if they're really highly evolved in that, right? So, which is the number six most intuitive zodiac sign? And I'll give you a hint, it ain't a, it ain't a fire sign, actually. Oh, it froze? Oh, okay, sorry, okay. Let me know if it's still freezing. But what is the number, what number are we on, you guys? <clears throat> what number are we on? Six? We're on number six. What's the number six um, most psychic zodiac sign? I'll give you a hint. It's not fire. Gemini, close. Very, very close. Close, but no cigar. Gemini to everyone saying Gemini. Virgo, actually. That's why I said close. It's still Mercury. All right. But Virgo... Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. Gemini's not too far down the list, to be honest with you, but Virgo. All right? Virgo. Virgo is Mercury. Now, Gemini is also ruled by Mercury, but this is why Virgo is higher on the list than Gemini. Virgo is an earth sign traditionally ruled by the sixth house, which is your daily routine. It's your sense of self-improvement. The sixth house is also how you go about, you know, um your daily routine and things of that nature, you go about organizing um, your life and, you know, staying organized and things of that nature. Like, that's Virgo, that's the sixth house. But one thing about Virgo is that Virgo is an analyzer. Virgo analyzes every little detail, even energy, even the psychic messages they get out of the blue. Now, Virgo may take in the information and be like, why does this thing keep coming to me? Like, you know, like, you know, I can't shake this feeling. I can't shake this thought. You know, and they may put it off because that's what earth signs do. But a Virgo will start putting the pieces together. You know, it starts, well, I keep seeing, you know, or hearing this thing. And now I'm noticing these signs of these patterns. And I think it's all interconnected. And what is the bigger message here? And, like, then they'll start putting the puzzle, pieces of the puzzle together. That's a Virgo. Very psychic and intuitive, actually. An earth sign but an underestimated psychic earth sign, all right? Especially someone that has, like, a psychic placement, like a moon in Virgo, or um, maybe even a Neptune in Virgo, like, you know, something, or a Mercury in Virgo, you know, because they break down every little detail, you know. Um, or having psychic placements in your chart coupled with a Virgo placement enhances your abilities. You know, Virgo is like the psychic that or the intuitive that 
just starts noticing things. You know, you know, they notice signs, they notice patterns very easily. Um, the thing with Virgos that makes them lower on the list, though, is that they don't always trust the messages that come through. But when you have a Virgo that trusts the messages that come through and trusts the information that they receive, you have a very psychic Virgo. And mind you, Virgos are Earth. So they, they'll take in the information, you know, they'll take in the signs, they'll put the puzzle pieces together, they'll get the picture, you know, or what they think the picture is, and then they'll wait. Virgos are very patient. Earth signs are very patient. This is this is where the earth signs have going for them is that they're patient. They'll wait and they'll see if the pieces of the puzzle they put together fit what's going on. And once it's confirmed, then they'll act. That's a Virgo. All right. Number six. All right. Most psychic zodiac signs. So who's number seven, do you guys think? The number seven most psychic zodiac sign. I got Mercury and Virgo, so true. Yes, Libra. Interesting, Libra. Hmm. Is Libra number seven? Is Libra number seven? Close. You're in the right element. You're in the right element. I'll give you all a few more seconds to guess. You know, I got a coffee from Target, and I thought I was going to finish it, but it's getting late, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to finish it, or I might just finish it and be up all night, you know. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, I've given you enough time. The number seven most psychic zodiac sign is actually Gemini. Gemini, Virgo's Mercury sister slash brother. Gemini is traditionally ruled by the third house, which is your communication, intellect, and the mind, which is, you know, often how messages will come to you, you know, is is your mind, you know, um, communication is a big factor, or being able to communicate with the other side. Um, which is often why you'll find Gemini children being the types of children who will literally communicate with the other side, like literally literally will be talking to thin air, will will be talking to a doll, but little do you know or do they know that maybe there's actually spirit in that doll, all right? Anyway, I digress. Gemini also, the third house also rules your young childhood to young adult years. Now, what did I say earlier? Children are naturally psychic. Children are naturally open-minded. So when it comes to Geminis, any paranormal, any psychic activities that they may experience from their young childhood to young adult years, which is about, I would say, 21, 18 to 21 is usually when you're out of that third house phase and you go into your ninth house phase, which is when you start kind of forming your own personal philosophies and your own beliefs and things of that nature, right? Um... All of that is going to, you know, matter. All of that is going to be taken into account. So, for example, if a Gemini has a lot of paranormal experiences in their young age, but they grow up, you know, as to not be super spiritual or super, you know, involved in, you know, the psychic world or intuitive world. But remember, it's like the feeling you can't shake. Like a Gemini will always remember, you know, when I was a kid, like I used to talk to spirits, you know, and it always comes back around in some way, shape or form, Right. That's one thing you'll notice with Geminis, right? Um, Now, the reason why they're lower on the list is because Geminis can be the types of people sometimes, especially when you have a Gemini moon, you know, um, or something like that. Geminis are the types of people who sometimes have difficulty discerning between is it emotion or is it intuition. Kind of similar to Cancer. But a Gemini will not take the time to discern and figure out is it emotion or intuition. They'll just act, you know. Now, they're adaptable, so they're good at, at adapting to whatever comes their way, either way. 
But it all comes down to, yes, you're intuitive, yes, you're psychic, but if you're not using that muscle or skill to your advantage or if you're not using that muscle or skill um, in a way that will legitimize it for you or strengthen it for you, which, you know, like, you know, to like Gemini's, it can be a hobby. Gemini's can be the types of people who... Um, Gemini's are the types of people who... Sorry, someone just messaged me for a reading. Um, Gemini's are the types of people who, like... Like, the psychic world, the intuitive world, can be like a hobby to them, you know? Like, they they sometimes are, like, they're, they're in and out. They're in and out, you know? Like, they're hard to focus, um, which can be to their detriment, you know? And I, it's interesting because I know I have a lot of Gemini's in my life who are like this. They're in and out, you know? But in order, you know, to be spiritually and psychically sound, you have to be stable. You have to be grounded. And a lot of times you will find a lot of ungrounded Gemini's. I love my Gemini's. But child, all right, love y'all though, all right. Now, who is the number? What eight? What number are we on, you guys? I think we're number eight, right? Who's the number eight zodiac sign? The most psychic zodiac sign. I think we're now on number eight, right? Because we did Pisces first, Scorpio second, Cancer third, and then we did who was the fourth one again? Let's do a quick recap. Who was number four? The most psychic one. Um, Sagittarius, and then Leo was five. Sixth, I think, was Virgo. Seventh was Gemini. We're number eight. So who's the number eighth most um, psychic zodiac sign, in your opinion? Aquarius. Yes, that's a good one. Is it Aquarius? That's interesting. Is it Aquarius? I'm torn between two. I'm torn between two for number eight. I'm torn between two signs. So I might have to think about this myself. This is a tough one, you guys. Oh, man, this is tough. Half of my family are Aquarius. Aquariuses are very psychic, but I'm torn between... I'm torn between Aquarius and one other sign, to be honest. So I want to give it to Aquarius, but I really want to be sure that I make a decision that I'm happy with when it comes to this. So I'm like, man, I'm really, like, stalling on this one. Let me see Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to have to say I kind of want to put Aquarius as number eight. But I'm torn between Aquarius and Capricorn as number eight. I think the reason why I want to put Aquarius above Capricorn is that Capricorns can sometimes be pessimistic. 
Capricorn. Capricorn can sometimes be pessimistic, and sometimes Capricorns can get in their own way when it comes to their psychic abilities. And I'm a Capricorn. You know? So, but Aquarius can be the same way because Aquarius is also ruled by Saturn. They're both ruled by Saturn. But Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, which may give Aquarius the edge over Capricorn. <clears throat> but you know what? Uranus rules technology. Technology inherently is not psychic or intuitive, even though we like to tout it as such. So, by a technicality, by a technicality, people, I'm going to have to put Capricorn as number eight as the, the most psychic zodiac sign, one of the most psychic zodiac signs above Aquarius. Here's why. Now, Capricorn and Aquarius are both ruled by Saturn, all right? But Aquarius is mainly ruled by Uranus, all right? Capricorn is mainly ruled by Saturn. One thing about Saturn is Saturn is a tough planet. Saturn rules the 10th house, which is, you know, your status in society, it's your career, your professional destiny. It's also your father, fatherhood. Um, Saturn is also your the past, karma, um, debt, weight, illness, things of this nature. Um, which, when you look at the surface of it, none of that seems intuitive at all, right? Here's the thing with Capricorn, though. Capricorn is actually the sea goat. So Capricorn has this thing going with them where they're Earth mainly, but they can actually, you know, get in the water with, with, with the best of them, too. You know, Capricorns are part Earth, actually, and part water, all right, technically which inherently makes Capricorn intuitive, but a lot of times the logical part of a Capricorn or the earthy part of Capricorn will override the emotional part of a Capricorn, which messes up, you know, the connection to spirit as well, all right? So a Capricorn really has to be balanced in their emotions and, and they have to really be balanced in their spiritual essence. Remember, Capricorn is the devil in tarot, all right? Capricorn can easily fall into a very negative pattern of self-doubt, self-sabotage um, and things of that nature, which is an enemy of the psychic world, you know? like <clears throat> So, inherently, a Capricorn is very psychic, all right? Um, now, once again, the thing with Saturn is that Saturn, a Capricorn, I will say at birth is not necessarily super psychic. A Capricorn, as they age and grow, and it's interesting, you know, with the thing with Capricorn is that they say they age backwards, right? I think as a Capricorn ages, they become more psychic. They become more intuitively aware. They become more aware of the other side. The Capricorn may be aware of it at a young age, you know, because, like, you know, they're, they're just aware of things at a young age, period. But it becomes more affirmed, for a Capricorn through experience, through trial and error, as they age, all right? Which is interesting because being in the spiritual world, I think, will make you look younger, right? You know? I think it makes you worry less. And the interesting thing with Capricorn is that early in their age, they worry early on in their, you know, life, they worry a lot, you know? Typically about things that they can't change or things that are out of their control, Whereas if they just kind of tapped into spirit, you know, um, early on they find, you know, life would be a lot more easy. So, but a Capricorn inherently being solely ruled by Saturn is going to be forced to learn to trust their psychic abilities, to trust their psychic gifts. And remember, Capricorn is the polar opposite of Cancer, so opposites have a lot in common, you know. The reason why I put Aquarius as number nine below Capricorn, because Aquarius is technology. So Aquarius inherently is always looking at new ways to make life easier. Aquarius is always looking at new ways to innovate and um, that can sometimes take away from the psychic or the spiritual essence, right? When you get too caught up in the technological world, when you get too caught up in... Remember, you know, Uranus is also friends, acquaintances, and social groups. So when you get too caught up in, you know, what your friends are saying or the people around you are saying, 
the the spiritual messages, the psychic messages get you know can get misconstrued, you know. Whereas when you have that Saturn Capricorn influence, you just have that straight, you know, and that's why, you know, Capricorn, I love Capricorns, you know, because Capricorns will isolate themselves, which isn't always good, but do, in doing that, it gives you the the ability to listen and hear what, what, what's going on inside, what spirit, you know, and what the psychic world actually has to say, you know, whereas when it comes to Aquarius, you know, you know, the message can get misconstrued through technology, through, you know, the people they have around them. So Aquarius has to be careful with that. But Aquarius, by nature, are very psychic, very intuitive. And they have the ability to see things ahead before they happen. All right? Often you'll find Aquarius are ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Like they, Aquarius will set trends or, or they'll, they'll be ahead of trends kind of thing, um, which is a gift all in itself. Um... But once again, it's like applying it in a metaphysical way, you know, as well. You know, not getting caught up in, you know, the misconstrued, you know, misconstruedness of society, you know, which is Capricorn struggles with, too, with that Saturn energy. All right. But number 10, we're getting down to the wire, you guys. We have two more, all right? But number 10 or three, wait, three more. Okay, so who's the number 10 most psychic zodiac sign in your opinion? We only got a couple to choose from. We got Libra, we got Aries, and we got Taurus. What's the most psychic one? You might be surprised by my answer. Don't get mad at me. I'll give you a few more minutes or a few more seconds. I'm torn between two. I have to be honest. But I think I know which one I'm going to choose. Once again, by technicality. Do you find it interesting as we get lower on the list, it starts becoming technicalities? Isn't that interesting? <clears throat> Taurus. Everyone's saying Taurus. You know, I, it's, it's a tie between Taurus and another sign. But, I don't know. Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. Everyone's saying Taurus. It could be Taurus. You know what? You guys might be on to something, actually. I think we might be agreeing on this. I think we might be agreeing on this. I think, yeah. I think you guys are right. I think the number 10 most psychic zodiac sign is Taurus. I was tied between Taurus and Libra, but here's why I'm choosing Taurus. The reason why I'm choosing Taurus is because Libra is traditionally, first of all, they're both ruled by Venus, right? Venus is all about relationships and harmony and money and how you make your money, how you spend your money and very materialistic types of things, right? You know, even though relationships aren't necessarily materialistic, but earthly things will say, right? Not necessarily spiritual, not necessarily, you know, psychic, right? You know, um, but... It's interesting, you know, because Taurus rules the second house in astrology, which rules Venus, but the second house rules money, how you make your money, how you spend your money. Um, Tauruses are very much about their money. You know, they're an earth sign. They're very much about stability. Um, 
And that's what they go after. That's what they maintain. And a tourist doesn't necessarily need anyone else to do that or to maintain that. They can do that themselves. A Libra, on the other hand, Libra rules the seventh house, which is one-on-one relationships, business partnerships, it's your marriage. So Libras are your first marriage. So Libra is all about relationships and harmony and connecting with others. Taurus doesn't necessarily need that in order to maneuver through life. I'm a Libra moon. You know, relationships are important to Libra. To the point where as if a Libra is too isolated, like they, you know, kind of start to, or, you know, Libras will even have this thing where, like, Libras will follow other people against their own intuition. But a Taurus will always trust their intuition, similar to Scorpio. Remember, Scorpio and Taurus are polar opposites. But opposites have a lot in common. A Taurus is similar to Scorpio in the way that if they have a feeling or a thought that they can't shake, they're going to go with that thought or feeling. Taurus is like Scorpio. If they've been invited to a party, but they have a bad feeling about that party, a Taurus is going to go with that feeling. No, I have a bad feeling. I'm not going to go. I'm good. I'm good with my money, you know, what I got going over here. Tourists are very psychic and intuitive in that way. They're always going to go with what they feel um, the most. Or, remember, Taurus is Venus, all right? So, or they'll go with the majority, but the majority of whose opinion they actually trust, you know? So it's like if they're very close to their family, um... But even then, a tourist will go, sometimes go against, you know, go against what the, if a tourist feels one way and the people that they trust and whose opinions that they value, you know, are another, you know, a tourist will go with what they, what they trust and believe, which can sometimes be a good thing or a bad thing, which is why tourists is low on the list, to be honest with you. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's not necessarily, it's emotion. Sometimes, you know, you can have a loyalty to someone or a loyalty to something, you know, but, you know, sometimes if, you know, everyone is telling you, or a lot of people, especially people that choose opinion you value, are telling you, you know, that maybe the loyalty that you're putting into something isn't good for you, but you keep thinking it is, but actually it's not, you know, that's going against the psychic realm, you know. So sometimes it's like Tauruses do struggle between being the teacher and being the student. Which is interesting because that's the Hierophant, right? Which is the rule Taurus's card in tarot. Um, but so low on the list, but still psychic. All right, stubborn though. Stubbornness gets in the way of them and their psychic abilities and intuitiveness. So Taurus is, you know, you gotta get out of your own way when it comes to the, you know, these gifts that you all have. All right. Thank you, Ha. Thank you. No hable espanol. Um, lo siento. So who's the 11th most psychic zodiac sign? I feel like you guys already know. We're getting... It's it's number 11. Like, you know, is it even a surprise at this point? It's between Aries and Libra. So who do you think is number 11, the most psychic zodiac sign? I can't believe this was an hour, but I kind of knew it would be an hour. I knew this was going to be a long podcast episode. Hopefully you guys like the long episodes, though, on the podcast. Or just in general on Twitch and YouTube. Hopefully you guys like. If you like the longer episodes, like the video, subscribe. Let me know you like them. Um... <clears throat> but number 11, most psychic zodiac sign, in my opinion, is Libra. All right. Libra is the most psychic zodiac sign, the number 11 most psychic zodiac sign. Libra is, once again, uh, Venus, it's one-on-one relationships, it's business partnership. Libra is an air sign, though. Libra is very cerebral. You know, Libra is smarter than you think, typically. Libra is a very psychically, intuitively understated zodiac sign. Often people think Libra is out of the loop or people think Libra doesn't know what's going on. Sometimes they don't, (laughs) okay? But sometimes they do, but they're playing dumb or they're acting dumb or they're acting like they don't know what's going on or they're um, trying to play along to get along, all right? So Libras kind of have this thing where sometimes they 
the message gets gets misconstrued sometimes and or sometimes they'll use the message that comes through to their benefit even though that's not the the reason that the message was intended for if that makes sense which is something that Aries also has in common too which is Libra and Aries are both polar opposites so opposites have a lot in common but you know Libra is the one thing Libra has going against them is that Libra can be a people pleaser Libra can be can struggle with being a follower versus a leader all right you know trusting their own intuition so sometimes if a Libra feels one way but the majority feels the other way especially if the majority is people they trust or love or want to please or don't want to disappoint then a Libra may be more apt to go with the majority versus their own feelings or their own opinions, you know, um, in order to not be the outsider or, you know, something like that. Um, But often that can work against Libra, you know. So a Libra has to balance its key, right, but the Libra has to learn to also live fully, live groundedly in the spiritual realm, in the emotional realm, so that you can hear the messages and trust the messages and know that the messages are leading you in a direction in which you're going to want to go, in a direction in which it's going to be better than where you think you want to go. All right? Libras kind of have this social status thing going with them where it's like, it's the emotion thing. It's like sometimes they, they hear what they want to hear, you know. So you got to be careful with that, Libra, all right? And above all, trust your own intuition. Trust your own feelings, all right? Lastly, my hubby's a Libra. Oh, Lassie is Aries, the last, <laughs> the number 12, and maybe least. Psychic, although they're all zodiac signs are psychic, zodiac sign is Aries. Now, as an Aries psychic by nature, of course, Aries is psychic by nature. But Aries, you have to learn to not let your ambition or that fiery nature or that desire for power, that desire, you know, for worldly things to override the spiritual essence, to override you know, the messages that need to come through. You know, sometimes Aries is one of those signs where you can let your emotions override um, your intuition. All right? So it's like one of those things where a good example will be, say Aries has a feeling that, like, their friends are, or one of their friends, good friends, is, maybe pulling away from them or doesn't want to be their friend anymore um, because they've been noticing certain things. Maybe they're not answering their text messages, you know, as quickly or not wanting to hang out as much. But instead of sitting back and trying to confirm, you know, that feeling that they're getting in Aries will just immediately act on that, that emotional instinct. You know, why haven't you been answering my phone calls? Why, you know, it's like you have to, you know, be a little bit more methodical when it comes to the, the spiritual realm and the and the, the psychic realm you know you can't just jump into a feeling or jump into an assumption or jump into um even an intuitive message you get sometimes you just need to take the message and sit back and think and watch before you make your move all right so it's not that aries aren't psychic because you are very psychic aries is the first house mars mars is how you go about getting what you want mars is also how you express your raw energy Mars is also um, the first impressions that you make, your self-image, your general outlook on life, all right? Um, So the one thing with Aries is that you have to have the balance between action and reaction, right? All right, because you are psychic. But when it comes to you getting the messages, remember, you don't need to immediately react and you don't need to immediately act, all right? Sometimes you just need to take the message in and analyze, all right? Sometimes you you just need to kind of 
let spirit take over. All right. Um, be comfortable with with not being in control. You know, because often when you're in the spiritual realm, you're not in control of what messages come through or don't come through or how situations unfold. But as an Aries, you naturally have that desire to do so, to control situations. It's just like that Mars energy, you know. You want to control how people see you. You want to control, you know, the outcome of situations. You want to, like, you know, Aries is like the person where, you know, once again, it's like similar to Libra. Like, you know, Aries, if they have one feeling but the, the majority is the opposite, an Aries will go with their feeling, even though the majority may be right. And, you know, an Aries will go against the majority, you know, just to prove a point. When that's not what spirit's about. You know, spirit is about trust. And trust, you know, you have to be vulnerable to trust. You have to be in your emotions to trust. You have to surrender to trust, which can be a difficult thing sometimes for Aries. All right? Woo, you guys. This was a lot. This was 12. The 12 zodiac signs ranked as the most to least psychic. Let me know what you thought about this podcast episode in the comments section below. Thank you so much, Twitch people, for being here. Thank you so much, my Twitch people. This was so fun. I do that. You're welcome. Yes. I do that sometimes. Aries can be impulsive. Yes. Shay, hey, can I ask you a question? What is your question, Shay? Thank you so much, you guys. This has been so fun. I think someone said they have a question. Um, I'll stay on for a little bit longer, but I've got to go because I've been on for an hour and I'm hungry and I think I have a client reading to do soon. I think someone wants a reading. All right, thank you, Lamar. Great talk, yes. Thank you, Lamar. You're welcome. Okay, X Shay says, how does Marquise feel about Shay? Aquarius. Oh, I thought you were going to ask a question about the topic at hand. Yeah, if you want a personal reading, that sounds like a personal reading. So if you want a personal reading, definitely check out my website, lamartownsandtarot.com. I am uh, available for reading. I would love to read for you. All right, um, so definitely reach out for a reading. All right, you guys, thank you for listening and watching. I'm going to go. This has been so fun. I will see you in the next podcast episode. Remember, check out my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, um, and soon Apple Music and other platforms as well. I think it's on Google as well. Um, radio something, radio talk, I think. Um, but once again, the link to my podcast will be in the profile section on Twitch as well as the comment section and the description below on YouTube. All right, you guys, love and light, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much.